As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. So I printed out the Wide World of News, Mark Halpern's Wide World of News from a couple of days ago because I am, I am so intrigued by the following questions that he raised. I don't know if I'll read them all to you, but I'm going to definitely read one or two. Okay. Listen to this now. I'm listening. Which leading presidential candidate is in denial about the dangers posed by a looming investigative article about his surprisingly recent participation in key parties with his high-profile spouse. The White House aspirants' campaign team knows less about the facts of what their man did than does one of his gossip-obsessed rivals. What? What kind of party? Well, surprisingly recent participation in key parties. That doesn't like that's like, like a political key, party. Wait, no, no. Wait, are you talking about a key party like where you exchange keys? That's a thing. Key parties? That kind of party? I don't know. Like in a dish? Yeah. <laughs> Take a key <laughs> out. Right over my head. Right over my head. Wait, let me read it again. Okay, you read that again. And just change the emphasis okay. a little bit. Okay. Oh, see okay. if it changes okay. the meaning. Which leading presidential candidate is in denial mm. about the dangers posed by a looming investigative article mm. about his surprisingly recent participation in key parties? There you go. Damn, I <laughs> totally put it on the wrong thing. Boy, is it, With his high profile spouse. It's so good that I am here. You don't think it's mother, do you? <laughs> yes. Yes, that is who I think it is. Do you is. want one more of these? Yes. M- Mark's going to give me nothing. Mark, so Mark. Just, uh, yeah, all right, hold on, one more. I This one I know. Okay. Which former president gets asked nearly every day by Democrats about how to best ease Vice President Harris off the ticket? This F POTUS, oh, that's not, I'm sure the way I should say it, former POTUS, well understands the nuanced sequencing such a complex undertaking would work. Clearly, it's Obama. Clearly, it's Obama. All right, this is Mark Halpern of Wide World of News fame. Mark, was TC right? Was I misreading the, the key reference that I put the, you know, the, the sort of exclamation on the wrong syllable initially? The rule of thumb in Rittenhouse Square is that there's a dispute between you and TC over which syllable to emphasize. Right. Always go with TC. Oh, wow. Come on. Are yeah. you? Yeah. Are, are, now, key parties. Key parties. The dish. Like in the a dish. In a the dish. dish. The dish. There you had it right you go. with the dish. You had it right with the dish. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. How how confident are you that that story what comes did, what to did light? You think that item, what did you think that item? What did you think that item was about? I did well. I, I read it as as key parties, like 
What kind of parties? I like tea party. I didn't know. You thought it was like specific oh, like, parties. Yeah. Like, like super, yes. like super important parties? parties? Yeah. But yes. Yes. Yeah. It went totally, I hey, swear see, what to God. That movie? It, What's that movie? What's that movie from like 10 years ago that featured tea parties in the suburbs? Of, I, you know the movie I'm talking about? Was? No. No. I can't remember. It went totally there over was a my movie. Head. There was a movie that kind of popularized the concept. Uh, how, how confident am I that story will come to light? I'm confident it's being worked on by a very significant news organization. I'm confident that the campaign knows about it. Other than that, I don't know. You know, you never know with these stories whether they'll be published or not. That's unbelievable. That would be that would be a uh, that would be a game change. You know, kind of kind of story if it gets written. Uh all right. Well, that is not from today's wide world of news. I'll tell you what I wanted to ask about. I want to ask about Ron DeSantis and whether the reports of his demise are premature. Yeah. Um, you know, he's definitely hurting. Um, as you know, I've never been particularly bearish, bullish on his prospects. Um, I just heard too many stories for too long about his candidate skills. Um, but no one else has caught on. You know, there's five Republican candidates in the race now who, you know, have little buzz around them and, you know, get favorable profiles and, you know, could point to one or two polls. But no one has really caught on. The problem for DeSantis is there are those five other guys, uh, six if you count Nikki Haley. And and so he's not consolidating uh, what he needs to. And of course, his, so much of it's driven by the national polls, I think. My sense is, from everything I know, that his small-dollar donor base is going to be paltry uh, from compared to what it needed to be when the first uh, second-quarter fundraising numbers come out. That's not just some picayune thing. That's significant, not just because he needs the money, but because it will reflect the fact that, despite what his campaign says, he's not necessarily building a movement. Um, and Trump's hold on the party, as evidenced by the fact that yesterday the entire Michigan House delegation endorsed him, uh, Republican is is significant. And the indictments, as we've seen, only make that hold stronger. However, if there is a stump Trump stop, stop Trump movement right now, it is embodied in Duran DeSantis. There's no other plan B right now to stop Donald Trump from the Republican nomination. So the question is between now and I'd say Thanksgiving or maybe Halloween, can he get back to consolidating that position as opposed to clinging to it with his fingertips? I suspect you're going to tell me it's both, but is it a reflection of his lack of retail campaign skills, which we've discussed, or the hold that Donald Trump maintains, or a combination of both? Well, it's a combination, but but I'd add a third thing to the mix, and, and you know, roughly back of the envelope, um, a third, a third, a third, is tr Team Trump and Trump himself have been relentless in trying to keep DeSantis from from climbing and in fact pushing him down. So in other words, it's not just Trump uh, leveraging the indictments, but you know, people compare with people who want to find an analog, historical analog to say it's not over. Trump DeSantis can can win back the nomin you know, win back get back in the in the hunt here. They point to Obama and Clinton in eight, 2008. Well, two big differences there. One, Clinton was obviously a bad candidate. She had her strengths as a person, as an office holder, et cetera, but she was not a great candidate. Obama was one of the best of all time. It's the reverse between DeSantis and Trump, and that really matters. But the other thing is what I just referred to, which is Clinton 
was afraid to engage in negative attacks on Obama because she thought it would it would it would elevate him. She thought it would reinforce her image, her negative image. So her team rarely in this in this part of the cycle, they rarely lashed out. The Trump campaign is acting like we're a week at from the South Carolina primary and it's no holds barred. I mean, they're they're engaged in personal false personal negative attacks, the 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 holy trinity against against DeSantis. And I really think that's made a difference because that stuff works and Trump and his team are just masters at it. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. So we're about, what, six weeks out from the first scheduled debate. Emphasis on the word scheduled. I'm sure DeSantis and these others hope that it will be a game changer. But the question looms whether Trump will even participate. The funny thing is when I write in the wide world of news, you know, strong chance Trump won't go. Indications are Trump won't go. I'm told Trump probably won't go. What I hear from the campaign is, Mark, Stop saying he, he might go like he's not going. He's not going. <laughs> you know, right. They're, right. They're, they, I, I, I thought they might push back to say we haven't decided yet. Instead, they push right. back to say, Mark, you're going to look stupid if you keep holding open the possibility. Now, the third debate, I believe, is in Alabama. And and it may be Trump's fingertip deal is, you know, third is pushing his luck. But I'd be surprised if he went to the first two. In fact, again, based on what they say to me unsolicited, sometimes I'd be pretty very strongly surprised. And so DeSantis is committed to going. I think the Trump people snicker at that because he's not only going to be diminished by being there, you know, with the other the other candidates under double digits, but they're going to take some pretty hefty shots at him. Probably uh, they'll take some shots at Trump, too. But Trump won't be there to, to have to fend him off. So, uh, I, you know, 
we'll see what Trump does on those nights. You know, if uh, if uh, if I'm if I'm right, Trump won't go. He'll counter program both nights and he'll brag about the low ratings. I mean, I got to be honest. Again, I'll say my normal. I'm not sure Trump. I'm not predicting Trump, but I'm less interested in the debate without Trump. I'll watch, but it's just not going to be the same oh, without totally. the guy who's, who's at 50. No doubt. Totally. And and yet the media will will hype the bejesus out of it. Right. For sure. Both those who are broadcasting it and everybody else, because what the hell? It's it's August and they need something. Now, I sound like my cynical father who is no longer with us, uh, but they need something that they can be talking about unless there are more shark attacks in New York. But I don't think it'll resonate with the people. I really don't. Yeah, you don't think the second month coverage of the release of Barbie is going to be enough to hold <laughs> no, your August interest? Not unless Oppenheimer overtakes no, it. No, not. I don't. I don't think so. And you know, it yeah. it does put okay. it does put okay. the candidates and and Chris Christie at the top of the list of what I'm about to say. It puts them in a position where because you know Christie's whole mantra is I'm the guy here to fight Donald Trump. Well, if Trump's not on the stage, and and it's the second question that goes to Chris Christie. Is he still banging on Trump or or does he have to give that up uh, given that Trump's not standing there? Well, one important question is what do the moderators do, right? I mean, moderators have an inordinate amount of, of power in this process. Now, of course, they can ask Christie about ag policy and he can bash Trump, so, so he doesn't have to get the question. But right. clearly, if Trump were there, I, I say clearly, I don't know, but, but Brett and Martha, who I believe are the moderators, clearly if Trump were there, they would spend a lot of time strategizing when do we tee up the question that lets Christie hit Trump and Trump, you know, hit back, right? That'd be, that'd be, if you were a betting person, you'd say that'd be the moment of that debate and, mm-hmm. and how they, how did they tee that up? How did they tee mm-hmm. that up? Yep. Um, you know, they can still tee it up, but you know, Chris Christie's going to be punching at somebody who's not there. So I, I, I really do think, you know, with Trump people laugh, I think go back to what I said before about it, their posture cruises. They laugh when people do pro con, should he go, should he not go? They don't really see much pro in going. Um, and and people like to predict Trump's demise off of stuff far more serious than this. You know, there's a big flap this week about Trump going after the very popular amongst Republicans, Rep- Republican governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds. And it's like the Trump people are like, he's not he's not going to lose the race because he attacked Kim Reynolds. Like he attacked John McCain, who was the most popular politician in America for eight years. You know, all the other things he's done, like. Like skipping the debates is not going to cause Donald Trump to lose 10 points. Now, again, there's probably a tipping point. And if he skips all the debates at some point, perhaps people will say say it's a problem. But but, you know, he's taking away their capacity to be on metaphorically and, and, and literally on the same stage with him. And again, Trump Trump often is more open, you know, than anyone I've ever covered. He says, I'm up 50, I'm up 40 points. Why should I debate these people? What's in it for me? Not what someone would say, which is the voters deserve blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, it's just not 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 my interest. Are you following the I'm sure you are the the debate that's growing about no labels. Dick Gephardt is about to I think this is going to take place next week, launch a group of Democrats in opposition to no labels, fielding a third party candidate. Meanwhile, no labels now saying that on Monday, Joe Manchin and John Huntsman will be in New Hampshire, I think, at St. Anselm's in support of their effort. And and if you are paying close attention, where does that all go? Does no labels back down in the end because of the pressure they're receiving? 
Right. Well, first of all, I just was learned by a listener that the film I'm thinking of is more like 20 years ago. It's called Ice Storm. The Never Ice saw Storm it. is one that popularized no. the Tea Party. Never saw it. No. Well, of course you didn't, but TC did. Right. Well, That's she good. had the answer. I did not. I right. Yeah. Um, I am following it. I work with I work with no labels. I'm a supporter of what they're doing. And, and I think it's 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 fascinating to me that something uh, has been so twisted by partisans. Um, it, this is an insurance policy in case the country needs a third choice. That's what it is. It's not an effort to help either side or hurt either side. It's an insurance policy. And I've really I got to say, I I've been around uh, manipulation, spin, false stories, uh self-interested uh stories a long time in my career uh and and i'm just amazed at, at how the how the people who clearly are worried about their own candidate uh, performance are attacking something that the public really wants i mean you know the the, op- the opponents of this have have polling data that they're marshalling but you can look at any public poll that deals with these topics and see the country really does not want uh, to have two choices that they don't feel uh, very, very, you know, where they don't feel positive about either choice. And so No Labels is doing the country a great public service by positioning to have a, a backup choice if the country wants it and needs it. I mean, if if the standard is that the country, they'll run someone if the country doesn't like the top two choices, and if the top two choices are Trump and Biden, I don't see the polling data shifting where all of a sudden people rally around like, hey, these are great choices. You know, we don't need no labels like the data today, I think, will be the data that will be constant through the election if it's those two. Well, I think it actually will intensify. I think I think it'll I think more people will feel that way. Go the other uh, way. Because right. because. Yeah, because well, first of all, because I'm confident no labels, if they do run a ticket, we'll pick two outstanding people, one Democrat and one Republican. And I think those people will will uh, tens of millions of Americans will look at that again if it's needed. We'll we'll look at them and say, "Wow, a, a Democrat and Republican together really would be better for the country than two guys who who have proven they can't bring the country together." Uh, and uh, and also, I think people will will really right now the notion of a rematch of 2020 is kind of an abstraction for most citizens who don't really pay minute by minute attention. But if it's a reality, I, I, and, it's, and there's a strong ticket, which again I think there would be, uh, I, I think that I think the support would grow pretty pretty dramatically. Mark, I see it the way that you see it. We've had this conversation before, but I hear people who say, you know, I like the idea. I'm open to the idea of a third party candidate, just not this cycle. To which I respond, wait a minute, this is the perfect cycle. The moon and the stars seemingly are lining up with such discontent against the top two candidates. Yeah, I'll just say without without uh, without embroidery. What what if Kamala Harris is a Democratic nominee and Donald Trump or the Republican is a Republican nominee? What if that happens? Not impossible that that could happen. What if that happens? What's what are people's interest in a third choice if that's the, if those are the two choices? I just uh, ask that rhetorically. Yeah, I think I think greater even than they are now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think mean, there's so. a there's a story there's a story today, and I I I included it in my newsletter from the Hill that actually is predicated on actuarial tables looking at 
President Biden. They made passing reference to Trump. I think that was a mistake. They should have treated him the same way and run the numbers on him. We did. It took two or three minutes to do. But it's yeah. on people's minds. And you can't have an age conversation without having a conversation about Kamala Harris. Yeah, I did a focus group with eight Democrats last night who very, very much focused on making sure Donald Trump doesn't get another term. Yeah. And every one of them said they were mixed in their views of whether they they thought Joe Biden had lost a step, whether they were concerned about his performance. But to a person, they said, of course, the Republicans will use this. And of course, it's compounded by the uh, presence of Kamala Harris uh, as his running mate. The other thing I'll say is, you know, people who say Trump can't win a general election, you know, no one who didn't vote for him last time will, you know, will vote for him this time. You know, go on real clear politics. It's not some big mystery. Trump's either even or ahead. And if he's even or ahead in the national popular vote, he's going to win the electoral college. So I don't I don't understand, again, not predicting Trump will win, not rooting for Trump to win either the primary, the nomination or the general. But I don't understand Democrats to say, forget, we don't need an insurance policy against against anything. We're 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 this is all good. We got this. It just doesn't seem sensible to me. And by the way, just to state what I know is obvious to you, he need not Trump be leading the national popular vote in order to nevertheless win the Electoral College. Yeah, I mean, I think the chances he wins the national popular vote are de minimis, but right. he, he didn't win it in 2016. Uh, you know, so this is this is a this is a, a this is a strange situation. I think everybody should just take a deep breath and calm down and recognize that there's a reason people buy insurance. This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. 
Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Finally, I know that I got the Obama question right, even though you won't confirm confirm it. How about this? Which white male Democratic governor meets frequently with his team about quietly building a turnkey operation to jump into the presidential race if Joe Biden ends up not running? Got to be Gavin Newsom. Got to be. Well, I'll say this. Um, it's I'm, I'm not commenting on your guess, but but I hear all the time from people who say, well, if Biden either decides not to run or has a health issue, um, you know, someone else will jump in. It'll be great. They'll whatever. You got to get ballot access. You have to hire a team. You have to have donors. You have to uh, have a message. You have to figure out how you're going to balance that with whatever your day job is. These are not things that you do from a standing start. And so there are some, including the, the governor I wrote about, who are thinking about, without doing anything public facing, without any diminishment of their support for Joe Biden, if he's the nominee, because they believe he's the right person to do this, you got to be ready. And there's one governor in particular who's who's done more than people understand about getting ready. By the way, you got, a shout, you got a shout out last night from Dana Perino on The Five. Uh, I was listening. You're the TC calls it the six because she's convinced I, I'm an ex officio member of that group. Uh, but your turtle on a uh, uh, fence post comment. Fence is, that, post. Is, is that an original thought of yours or are you just the, the one not. who likes to? Mm-hmm. Well, you're getting it's, credit it's for not, it. Don't, I know. I know. I, I, I always appreciate Dana name checking me. I've, I've hit my trifecta. I was mentioned on the five. They showed some of my focus group on Morning Joe. And now I'm completing the triple crown by being on with you. Um, Turtle on a fence post, I learned from Bill Clinton, who, who when he was under siege over the draft and Jennifer Flowers and, and sort of trying to explain to voters in a folksy, colorful Arkansas way how it was that just as he was doing well in the polls, all these negative stories appeared about him. And he said, if you see a turtle on a fence post, you know it didn't get there by itself. And it's, it's, on, it's, on, my Twitter, it's on my Twitter page. I'm not sure exactly why Dana cited it, but um, as you know, The Five is like the highest rated show on cable news, so... Um, I hear, I hear from quite a bit of people when, when I get name checked on the five, they have very good instincts in terms of their issue selection. TC doesn't understand no, the, why, why I, I observe. I, they have very I, good instincts. I think, I think the five is incredible. And, uh, when Fox was trying to figure out how to fill the, uh, the eight o'clock hour, I said they should just basically do a, a second version of it called the eight because yep. it's, yep. it, it's, it is, it is, it is not only a, a great show with, as you said, great story selection. But it is um, it is uh, it is cheap as hell to produce compared to most TV. Right. And they've got good personalities. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not passing oh, yeah. judgment on, on the on what gets said, but it's, I get the mix. I totally get it. It's, it's, I, I it's, schedule it's workouts reason, to be able to see it. Yeah. yeah. It's the same reason Friends was successful. Great cast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good you point. Know, eight, 80, eight, 85 percent of life is casting. All right, I'm going to go back to speculating about some yeah. some of these uh, yeah. some of these questions that you raised, which I just loved, by the way. I just hope they come to fruition. Meaning, you know, we close right, the loop. Well, yeah, sure. And I'll do some more blind items soon because I know you love them. Uh, absolutely. Uh, by the way, uh, walkingduck.com/slash/mark. Walkingduck.com/slash/mark. Thank you, Mark Halpern. I'll chat with you next Wednesday. Thank you, Michael. Great, great to talk thank, to you. Have a good week. Thank you, sir. All right, TC, I just want to quickly go back to this. We're going to have a very serious and substantive political conversation with the listeners. I will in just a moment. Okay. But now that we've got confirmation as to the way in which I should have read the sentence. Right. Let the speculation begin.
which leading presidential candidate is in denial about the dangers posed by a looming investigative article about his surprisingly recent participation in key parties with his high-profile spouse. I'm just saying, if There's you only, live in Florida... But only one of these candidates has a high-profile spouse. Who? The one you're thinking of. Oh. Right? Mm. Let's, go, let's go through. It's not, it's not Mike Pence. It's really not Mike Pence. It's not Chris Christie. Nope. Uh, it's not Donald Trump. Nope. No. He's, he's, he doesn't, he's not trusting whose hand is in the, the key dish, is he? Just stop. Uh, it, it's male, so it's not Nikki Haley. Okay. Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek like cake. Okay. No. I don't think so. I don't know his wife. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Okay. Asa Hutchinson. Again. No. Tim Scott. No way. He doesn't have a wife. Oh, there you go. Uh, Francis Suarez. I wouldn't call him a high profile GOP candidate. Okay. It has to be. Doug Burgum. Will Hurd. It has to be. It has to be DeSantis. Yes. Right? No way. No way. No way. No way. way. And we're just saying no way. Although although the thing I- Although I I do trust Mark. I trust his reporting. I trust that he knows things the thing, before The thing you know. that I, I am, the only thing I'm confident is okay, we have ahead. no idea, as I like to say, what's about to unfold. That, and the craziest that things. Would be something. The craziest things keep right. happening in these presidential races, especially this one. I mean, Trump is twice indicted. He's about to get indicted by a third time by Fonnie Willis, and yet he grows in numbers. I mean, it's insane. I know, but that's Trump. I don't think anyone else can get away with that. And I'm surely thinking that someone who's running on not, uh, you know, the sort of family Family values kind of thing should not be doing key parties. I'm just the you know, White House his own. The White but House don't be hypocritical. The White House aspirants campaign team knows less about the facts of what their man did than does one of his gossip obsessed rivals. Well, that would be like Trump. Trump would be the gossip obsessed rival. Oh boy, can it's you just, imagine? I don't know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, now now we've dispensed with, you know, come on, the, the frivolity. Let's have the serious conversation. Is Donald Trump going to participate in any of these debates? The, the first debate, help me with this, TC, is August 23rd. They, That's the according, Brett Baer and uh, yeah, Martha McCallum debate. Correct. But according to online, they have not named a second debate. They've said that it's going to be... Nikki Haley tweeted that it was going to be in September. They say it's going to be at Simi Valley at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. But the debate date has not been set officially from the RNC. Do we know when the third debate will take place? Sometime at least by in month? October in Alabama. Again, this is all according to Nikki Haley. And she no, and no outlet identified yet. Correct. Interesting. So Fox has the first, August 23rd. The Reagan Library, there is no better venue than the Reagan Library. That will be September October in Alabama. Uh, I'll be very interested to see who will be the media partners for for the second and third. Now, I don't see Trump participating in the first or the second. And and when Mark says that he hears from Stephen Miller, he didn't say Stephen Miller, but when he hears from the Trump campaign, hey, Mark, stop saying, you know, like we're undecided. We're not going. I absolutely believe that reporting. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. 
Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.